0: Joy Dooling here, host of the Joy of Membership podcast. Welcome back to this week's episode. Raise your hand if you've ever wondered why the heck people think that your organization is brilliant, but they still don't become a member. Go ahead, raise those hands. I'll wait. If your hand is now raised, you are in good company. In fact, getting interested people to decide yes is something that challenges a lot of membership-based organizations. There may be hundreds of potential members who sit on your mailing list, attend your hosted events, and keep an eye on what's happening without ever officially becoming a member. Equally problematic are the potential members who sit out there struggling with the same problems that they've always struggled with, without ever recognizing that your organization can actually help them get out of that state of struggle. This stage of sitting is what I call contemplation. It is the second stage in overall member experience, coming immediately after discovery. In a nutshell, as soon as someone discovers that your organization exists, they've moved into the stage of contemplation. They are faced with the choice about whether they should join. Now they can actively or passively participate in the stage, but if they know you exist and they haven't taken action to join, they are in contemplation. As a membership consultant, I often hear leaders say things like, people just aren't joining associations anymore, or membership is one of the hardest things to sell, or The people in our industry just aren't joiners' joy. When I hear this sort of thing, I immediately know that their people are getting stuck in contemplation. And these are the reasons that membership organizations make up in their organizational heads about why that is happening. There are actually a number of really common reasons why this happens. And it's not that people aren't joining associations anymore because there are lots of exceptions. It's also not because membership is one of the hardest things to sell because again, lots of organizations finding much success in selling their membership. And it's also not that people in the industry aren't joiners because again, if you are offering something of value to someone, they will buy. Today, I want to talk about seven reasons that people don't join membership organizations that actually are true. These aren't the only reasons, but they are definitely at the top of the list. So as I run through these, I encourage you to think about which of these might apply to your organization. It's also important to know that all of these are fixable, but you first have to acknowledge that there's a problem. So here goes. Reason number one, what you're selling doesn't match what people actually want to buy. People want to buy outcomes. They want to know that they are investing in something that is going to make a difference in them or in the cause that you are supporting, but mostly something that's gonna make a difference for them. You need to promise them a change that feels meaningful enough for them to invest. They don't want to buy networking meetings. They want to buy the outcome that comes from those meetings. They don't want to buy the content in your members-only library. They want to buy the outcome that comes from learning that content. I've probably said it many times on this podcast, but the easiest way to dig down into the outcome is to simply write down your list of membership benefits and then put so that after each one. It forces you to actually think about what the member will gain from the various pieces of your offer. So it ends up being something like, we offer monthly networking meetings, so that blah, blah, blah. (laughs) We offer a learning library, so that blah, blah, blah. So you just have to think about what is in that like blah, blah, blah part that reflects the member actually gaining something, an outcome that they are attaining. Reason number two that they might not be joining is because they've been burned by other memberships that they haven't used and they don't want to make the same mistake again. Now, it's unlikely that your program is going to be the first one that someone has ever joined, unless they are fresh out of school and they've never been a member of a professional association or community membership. But if they have been a member of some other organization, every prospect brings baggage with them. You know, perhaps they joined another program, they were super excited, and then they didn't do anything with it. These experiences will make them skeptical about your membership too. The more often they've been disappointed by programs, the harder it's going to be to convince them that their experience with you will be different. I often tell clients that there are three things that you actually need to sell in order for someone to purchase a membership. First, they have to be sold on what you're actually offering. Next, they have to be sold on the fact that you're the best source to buy it from. And then third, they have to be sold on the fact that they are actually going to do what needs to be done in order to get the result. Stories, case studies, testimonials, and visuals can help members see that other people just like them are receiving value. It makes engagement in the membership seem more doable because if these other people can get value and results, maybe I can too. Reason number three that people might not be joining is because they think that they can get what you're offering elsewhere. We live in a time where you can literally attend a free webinar, find a YouTube video, or read countless blog articles On almost any topic that you want, anytime you want to. So, if your big promise of value is based on information that you're bringing to the member, that's going to be a tough sell. If you're going to rely on dissemination of information as a keystone of value, it's going to have to be exclusive content in exclusive formats that they know they would not be able to find anywhere else. Whether these are monthly Q&A sessions with experts or privileged access to live or virtual learning events, value can be elevated by providing members with ways to actually engage in the content and put that content to use rather than just passively consuming it. Reason number four that people might not be joining is you haven't asked or you haven't been persistent. What's the only way to close a sale? You have to ask. This applies to membership programs too. No prospect should ever leave one of your meetings or exit one of your events without being asked immediately on the spot if they would like to join. Now, if they need time to think about it, that's absolutely fine, but you must follow up faithfully. This is not always easy to do when you're busy running your programs. So, here are a few tips that might help. First, develop an email cadence. Send one email every one to two weeks. You can pre-write these and have them built automatically into a sequence that goes out without you having to do anything. Next, consider multiple channels. Your follow-up doesn't have to be limited to just email. You can use phone calls, text messages, and even a postcard in the mail to stay top of mind. You mix it up, It keeps it interesting. Set a timeline. I blink my eyes and two weeks have passed. I'll bet the same thing happens for you. Set a timeline for follow up that you can easily keep track of. Otherwise, it's super easy for prospective members to slip through the cracks and be forgotten. Reason number five that they might not be joining is that they are getting what they need from you without being a member. Many organizations have a member rate and a non member rate. Maybe you have different ticket levels for your conference. Maybe you have some things that people can participate in for free. This reason that people aren't joining kind of ties back to reason number three, where if they think they can get what they want from someplace else, they're probably not going to join. The same thing goes here. If they think they can get what they need from the free level or the non-member participating level, then they're unlikely to make a higher investment to join. So it's important to be strategic about what is free versus what costs a premium. So basic information may be free, but support and implementation may be something that is paid. And you'll need to really showcase the value and the results that people are getting Because they've invested. A lot of times we as human beings think that what we need is information, but what we really need is support, accountability, peer mentorship. But if you let people kind of sit in the thinking that they are um, getting what they need just from the information, they are unlikely to take the step to pay. So you really have to highlight why. Just getting the information will never be enough for them to get the result. The sixth reason that people might not be joining is that you don't offer a payment option that works for them. Research consistently shows that with every increase in payment options, consumers will convert higher. So people buy more when they can use the payment method they prefer, they buy more when you offer credit cards versus cash. People will also buy more when installments are available to make a large purchase less painful. If you aren't currently accepting payments online, that shift is long overdue. Members expect organizations to be able to do business online nowadays, and I'm not going to dwell on this point because I think the vast majority of you probably are not having an issue with this. But you would be shocked how many organizations I talk to who still do snail mail applications and paper checks. There are a lot of organizations out there that are still operating in that fashion. And the reason number seven, the final one that I'm going to talk about, is that you aren't actually selling. I left this one for last because it is a biggie but it's not one that organizations typically recognize. When I bring it up, clients are often surprised because they have a website. It has join now buttons. There's an application online. Yet the truth is that this is not selling. Yes, having a website that is professional, well-optimized, mobile-friendly is important. And I don't wanna diminish that fact, but it takes more than that to capture who your visitors are, what they might be looking for from membership, following up on their interests, and strategically presenting a buying opportunity. If your organization doesn't have a structured process around that, maybe because you're 100% volunteer oriented and you just don't have the time or the resources to devote to it, then people are probably slipping away before you even realize that there's a missed opportunity. So those are seven reasons why members might not be joining. Again, probably not all of the reasons, but these are seven very common ones. The problems that we talked about today are all things that I help my clients overcome. In fact, I have a whole slew of tools in my toolkit that can put member attraction and follow-up on autopilot, preventing you from ever missing a potential member connection. If you'd like to talk about what's currently happening in your organization, you can hop onto my calendar for a complimentary chat via Zoom. While we're together, I'll be happy to answer all of your questions about what it might look like to work with a consultant like me and what you might expect if you had some new automations and structures in place. Simply go to joyofmembership.com consult to find a time that works. With that, I'm going to bring this episode to a close. I hope these seven reasons why people might not be joining sparked some thoughts that you can carry with you this week. I'll see you back here next week for another conversation between just you and I. In the meantime, take care. Hey there, you made it all the way to the end. Bravo to you. I'm back in just one last time to remind you that there's a free one-page PDF available over at the website that shows you more than 20 ways that technology could be supporting your efforts to attract, engage, and retain more members. It's actually broken down into the stages of the member journey, so you'll know exactly where each piece fits. And everything that's on that one pager can actually be automatically done for you with software that costs less than $1,000 per year. So if you haven't already grabbed it, you can get your copy at joyofmembership.com slash tech, joyofmembership.com slash tech, T-E-C-H. Have a great week and I'll see you next time.